year. Get more into what you're into with the latest XPS and Alienware systems featuring Intel Core processors. Save on top monitors, docks, and accessories, all with free shipping, plus low monthly payments from Dell Preferred Account. Call 800 by Dell for Black Friday deals. That's 800 by Dell. It's not just Santa who's coming to town for the holidays. It's your relatives, and boy, are they hungry. So stop by the Home Depot for up to 25% off appliances. Plus, save up to $750 instantly. No rebates, no hassles. Not only will you get a great deal on a fridge, you'll save enough to fill it up with food. Make the holidays yours at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Valid November 3rd through December 1st. U.S. only gas appliances. Extra offer valid on select appliances and while supplies last. See online or associate in-store for details. Some kids have a lot to learn about giving thanks this week. It's tough to raise kids these days, especially if they don't appreciate what they've got. And according to parents, most of them don't. A new national poll from the University of Michigan shows four in five parents agree that kids today are not grateful. Most say they give their children too much, and some even admit they're embarrassed by how selfish their child acts. Luckily, experts say there are several ways to fix that, including having kids help out more around the house, do volunteer work or donate their toys to charity. It could also be as simple as teaching them to say thank you more often. Monica Ricks, CBS News. So long to the Java junkie. I ordered a second cup, tasted good, then I ordered a third and a fourth until I couldn't stop. Peter Aykroyd, Dan's brother and a comedian in his own right, has died. He joined SNL in 1980, the year after his brother left, stayed for just a season. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Ad paid for by CompleteCar.com. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to the COVID crisis, we are announcing a low-cost extended service plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay nothing for auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay nothing for auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-549-1980. Now, drivers who are covered by this auto protection will not have to pay for a covered repair bill again. This auto coverage is at an all-time low, much lower than what dealerships are charging. Additionally, drivers who activate this auto coverage today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and free rental car at no additional cost. Call for your free quick quote today. 800-549-1985. 800-549-1985. What do you have to lose? Again, 800-549-1985. Hi, it's Randy and Boots from the Auto Smarts Radio Network. And why should you listen to our show on this station? Well, Boots is a man of many talents and has knowledge you won't believe. Just listen. Hey, Boots, what's your favorite thing to talk about? Cars. Rick Ocasek was the lead singer of what band? The Cars. What was Gary Newman's biggest selling song? Cars. Who was the all-time leading scorer in Notre Dame basketball history? Car. That's right, Austin Carr. Anything you'd like to add? Cars, cars, cars. 57 Chevy. Cars, That's Auto cars, Smarts. Friday cars, afternoons at 106 cars, on 970 cars, WATH cars, and 97.1 FM. That's a 57 Chevy. Cars, cars, cars. Quality. You hear that word a lot in commercials, but there's one business in town whose quality and prices are unsurpassed. I'm talking about Minuteman Press on Washington Street right next door to the Donkey Cafe. Uptown. You see, Minuteman Press is a hybrid. First, it's a full-service sheet bed press where they can create great art to meet your needs that the other places are simply unable to do. And they're also a complete copy shop as well. Minuteman Press on Washington between Court and Congress. 593-7393. That's 593-7393.
Brewery. I'm Brandy. You may know me as a branch manager, but I'm also a volunteer and a band mom. At Park National Bank, we're more than our job titles, and you're more than an account number. You get personal attention and direct access to a caring, compassionate banker who respects and responds to your needs and goals. Find Brandy or a banker near you at parknationalbank.com. Park National Bank, where you mean more. Member FDIC, parknationalbank.com. If you love snow, you will love our winter wreaths and decor here at A Work of Heart in Grand Central Mall. These wreaths can be personalized with names to make a special decoration or gift. Find a Christmas or winter flag for your porch or yard. Check out our mini porch sitter signs. Our laser engraved signs and products make some of the most unique gifts you can give to make this a remembered Christmas. We have a great selection of snowmen, gnomes, and winter decor, wooden and plush. Need a great smelling jar candle? How about buttered maple syrup? Ohio State and West Virginia signs and decorations, many can be personalized. We have puzzles, farm decor, wedding anniversary, fragrant candles, battery candles, greeting cards, and 20% off our box Christmas cards. Our wildlife department is a sight to behold. Come see us today at A Work of Heart Grand Central Mall, Find us on Facebook or shop online at workofheart.biz. Daily reports at the stock market's close. Tune in at 5.30 tonight on WATH to stay informed about your money. The stock market report is brought to you by Goldsberry Wealth Strategies, serving Athens County since 2005. The Goldsberry Wealth Strategies stock market report airs exclusively in Athens County on 970 WATH weekdays at 5.30 immediately after our local newscast. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services are offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Advisors, Inc. Goldsberry Wealth Strategies is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. Hi, I'm Kim. And this is Ruth. Please join us every Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. It's the Kim and Ruth Show. Well, it's probably not, it's the, not Kim the Kim and Ruth, Ruth Show. It's really... <laughs> I don't know. Tune in to Make It Happen with Kim and Ruth every Wednesday morning at 10.06. And we'll spend time talking about health and wellness topics. And all aspects of healthy living. But we know that you're the real expert in your health, so let us help you make it happen. Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. I-N-E-P-T. Oh, no. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters, raw, raw, raw. And this week we're coming to you from Flushing, the side of the toilet bowl game, which is coming up. And Coach Art Turf has joined us. Uh, Coach, we're in a little bit different setting this week, but uh, I know you're happy to be here and happy to be in a postseason game. Well, that's right. Not only that, we're glad to be playing in a bowl game because, you know, we always feel like bowl games is a reward for everybody in the program. All the players what worked hard all through the season, all the coaches what worked hard and did a fine job through the season, the folks that uh, cheered for us, uh, the folks what was in the marching band for us, folks was in the office. This is a reward for everybody for all their fine work during the season. Coach, we were a little bit concerned about your traveling uh, party getting here a bit late for the ball game. Did you have some problems along the way? Well, that's right. You know, I guess that comes with uh, having such old transportation coming in that 19 and 37 Packard of ours. You know, we was ready. We was ready to leave. Our, our ace mechanic, Wrench Romar, he did a real fine job getting it ready, but we did break down a couple of times on the way. But I do want to point out that we seized the situation. We took advantage of it. Every time we broke down, we set the boys over to the side of the road practicing. So we ready to practice, practice, practice. We done a lot of practicing on the way over here, and we ready to play this ball game. So even though 
though you were late getting here, you didn't miss any practice time en route. We didn't miss any practice time. What we missed was the press luncheon. And I'll be back with Coach Turf right after we pause for this message. That's all I got. Let me see. Where's my mouse? Right there. It's hiding in the Okay, one more time. Corner. One more time. Coach, you mentioned that the bowl trip is a reward for everybody who's worked hard on the program this year. I, I guess your bowl philosophy would be for everyone to come up here and have a good time. Well, that's right. That's the whole idea behind it. Uh, we just want the boys to have fun. We're not serious about the ball game until, of course, we have kickoff. But uh, in between times, we just want everybody to have a blast. Do you uh, impose a curfew on your team? No, they just got to be in by midnight. Coach Turf, one of the things you haven't had to deal with during the season is a, a crush of uh, media people such as you'll have here at the Toilet Bowl game. A lot of uh, television and radio and newspaper reporters wanting your time. Well, that's right. You know, uh, there's been a lot of interviews so far this week, uh, uh, and I'm real glad that we can get to our program a lot more publicity, but I do want to point out that we was ready for that. You know, that's uh, anticipation of everything what was going to happen this week, so what we've done is we decided we took it upon ourselves to take our public address announcer, Mr. Raffone, and we asked Mike if he would send our ball players through a little course and ask them how to be interviewed and teach them how to be on TV, how to be on radio, and how to talk to them newspaper folks. So your players uh, have been instructed in uh, how to be interviewed. Well, that's right. You know, oh, uh, oh, well, Mike, he said that there was four words that the players needed to be sure and get into every interview. Uh, what, uh, what is that, Coach? Well, one was yep and one was nope, and the others, other two was you know. He said that as many as you know as you could get into the interview, the better the interview. Coach, I was wondering which of your players might have uh, been a standout in this uh, interview area. Well, you know, that was uh, linebacker Willis Smith, you know, number 52. reason he wears number 52, he once got 52 you knows in an interview. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N's. My oh my, this is a reflective time of the year, for me at least. I think about the family that I can't uh, get together quite like we used to. I think about uh, gatherings we have had over the years. It's just kind of a special time. A special time indeed. Good morning, folks. Welcome. It's uh, Thanksgiving week here at 970 WETH. And uh, like this morning, I was... uh, 
pulling the news to look it over a little bit and uh, see what little things I might share with you. And um, it's just every little thing I was doing made me think of something here. There's something there. I mean, for example, I pulled, uh, you know, today is this, today is that, right? Today is the national day calendar. It has one thing on it, so I brought the next, the, the previous two days as well, just so we have more to talk about. But today is National Cranberry Relish Day. Okay. Think any of that'll be made this week? I like it year round. Yeah. And I, I don't make it from scratch. I like what, um, oh, this what the store makes there. You know, and um, I just think it's really nice. I like to put it, dab it on crackers for a snack and things like that. I went to the counter yesterday, the deli section, and boy, it had been almost disappeared. And I say, I'll take everything that's left. And it, it just amounted to a small container, but that was enough. But they were out, and... Uh, I heard several people in front of me ordering the same thing, (laughs) you know. Cranberries are very healthy for you. Lots of nutrients in them. But, you know, in terms of today, that's the only thing to be mentioned. Yeah. National Cranberry Relish Day. Yep. Some days we have 25 of them. Some days we have one. (laughs) So I did pull uh, the last few days. Yesterday was National Gingerbread Cookie Day, National Red Mitten Day, and National Stuffing Day. Saturday was National Absurdity Day. Now, you got to look that one up. National Absurdity Day? Yeah. It was also National Child's Day, National Adoption Day, National Peanut Butter Fudge Day. Well, once upon a time I was a child, and once upon a time I was adopted. So two of the five made it uh, past my heart, right? Yeah. But what is national absurdity? Well, um, for me, I think it kind of speaks for itself, but the official definition from the National Day calendar says this day was created as a day to recall and note some of the totally and absolutely absurd things in history, in our country, in our government, and in our lives. National Absurdity Day is also a day to have fun and do crazy, zany, and absurd things. Okay, so... Nick would be good at some of that. Nick? Yeah, your son Nick. Oh, yeah. He gets some funny... Crazy zany ideas. Okay. Zany zany. Uh, he just has fun, you know, and it just it's funny. <laughs> okay. Well, <clears throat> let's see here. Give me an example of what you think an absurd thing we could do is. Oh my. Um. Maybe running around in the parking lot or holding some sign up. Saying we are W A T H, I don't know, okay. <laughs> out in the parking lot. Yeah, well, those are. Uh... It'd be true, but kind of weird, I guess. Yeah. Okay. How about you? You got an absurdity? 
Not about, that I know of. How about mowing grass in February? I do it all the time. Well, I know. <laughs> That's what I, what I was referring to. You don't think it's absurd. Yeah. It's, and, the, it's just, and the yards look nice. Yes. And I Boy, just, did I get a lot of leaves on Saturday. I bet. I, I probably spent, uh, I'd say, five hours on that effort for Grace and myself and uh, Grace uh, Swart, my next-door neighbor. Yeah. And my great friend. Anyway, yeah. And it looks good. Now, I need to do some more yet because, you know, it's never completely done. More leaves come down. Some trees are faster at dropping than others. You know what I mean. Yeah. Or, right. you know, that's I don't think that's really absurd. Absurd's not probably the right word for that. It's just unusual, but it's unique, I guess. I get but, it. Uh, I tell you what, you know, some of you have heard me say this before. For years, I <clears throat> used to mow the fairgrounds. What, 38, 39 acres. And I had, yes, a, a, a big mowing machine tractor with uh, a wide-cut mowing machine deck like the state uses out on the highways. And so, you know, mowing 39 acres doesn't take you as long as with a mower like that. You know what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah. With a big mower deck like that. But um, I got more thinking done. And I still claim that's my principal reason for liking mowing so much. I get to sort things out in my head while I'm doing something. All right. Well, anyway. Yeah. Well, I'd be surprised if anybody says they never get any absurdity that crosses their mind. And then they maybe stop and think, it's crazy. I don't want to do that. Something like that. What about taking a flask to a football game? Is that? That's normal. That's normal. <laughs> um, all right, let's see. Let's move on here before you get me in any more trouble. Uh, you you do just fine on your own. I, with I, that. I know, I know. Okay, <laughs> so let's see. Help. On this day in history, that's uh, what we often turn to next. So the first one is 1497 when Portuguese navigator Vasco da Gama. Hey, there's my guy. Rounds Cape of Good Hope. On, um, on way to first voyage, voyage from Europe to reach India. Vasco da Gama. That's my go-to answer if I don't have an answer. When you ask me something here, what do you think this is, whatever it is? Well, I remember asking you what was your favorite chewing gum, and you said Vasco da Gama. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 1926, Imperial Conference ends, giving autonomy inside British Commonwealth. That was me. I see. I thought I heard a bell or something. There you did. Yeah. 1935, the flying boat China Clipper takes off from Almeida, California, carrying 100,000 pieces of mail on what turned out to be the first trans-Pacific airmail flight. The flying boat. 
1963, and I want to talk about this, U.S. President John F. Kennedy assassinated by Lee Harvey Oswald while riding in an open-topped motorcade in Dallas, Texas. That all happened on this very date. I'll give you two more, and then we'll come back to that. In 1969, isolation of a single gene announced by scientists at Harvard University. And in 2005, Angela Merkel becomes the first female chancellor of Germany. How about that? Well, before we get into the birthdays and things like that, as soon as I, um, in fact, I think it was Saturday I first thought of this, Paul Landis. Over the years, you may have heard me speak of this before. My sister, Carol, Carol Palmer, this was before she was married and had the name Carol Lambert. Uh, in high school, she went to um, high school at Worthington also. And she dated off and on a fellow by the name of Paul Landis. He was a nice guy. I, get, I knew him personally very well. He became later on the Secret Service agent for Jackie Kennedy and the children. He became, now they had several, but he was the top guy. As I understand it, he was in the motorcade. And I think there were two agents that jumped up onto the back bumper after the shots had been fired. And I think he was one of them. Paul Landis. Over the years, I've had a chance on maybe two or three occasions to reconnect with him. I think we've tried to have him on this show once, and it didn't work out for some reason or other. I think he was ill that weekend. We should try it again. In fact, I suppose it's possible he's not even still alive. He's not a youngster by any means. But what a what a! I remember going to one event, which maybe consisted of five couples, and my sister's husband was um, detained to some other project. This was held in Worthington, and Carol asked me if I would be her. What do you call it? A company in it? A company. Is accompanist? There we go. I think I got it out. Which was an unusual thing because Carol and I were not overly close. But I was pleased to do it. And in this thing, Paul and his wife sat in one sofa across the room, and others were in other little places. And somehow or other, the topic came up the assassination. And he started talking. 
and eventually you noticed that his wife had turned to him and was listening in awe. It became very apparent his wife had not ever heard him talk openly about it. It was so gut-wrenching. Well, anyway, Paul Landis. I'll try to reach out and see if he's still about. Okay, famous birthdays for the date. Billie Jean King. 78th birthday. You know, she still looks very nice. Great uh, tennis player. Yes, indeed. Um... Jamie Lee Curtis. Great actress. 63rd birthday. Okay, Charles de Gaulle is no longer alive, but uh, today would have been his birthday. He was the head of France, right? Yes, former president of France. Born in, born in 1890 on this date, died in 1970. He led free France against Nazi Germany in World War II and chaired the provisional government of the French Republic from 44 to 46 in order to reestablish democracy in France. Now, a much younger person, still living, Scarlett Johansson, celebrating today her 37th birthday. Nice-looking lady, the picture here. Yes, she is an actress. Uh, she actually was the world's highest paid actress in 2018 wow. and 2019 and has featured multiple times on the Forbes Celebrity 100 list. Her films have grossed over $14.3 billion worldwide, making Johansson the ninth highest grossing box office star of all time. Name a couple. Some of her we should know. Uh, credits include Black Widow, The Avengers Endgame, Lucy, Under the Skin. I think she was mostly known for that Black Widow uh, movie, Ghost in the Shell. A couple of those. The Avengers, Captain America. A couple of those I know. Home Alone 3. Okay, now, famous deaths. We really only have two to mention. And as you can might as you might expect, of course, because we've already mentioned it, it would be the death of President Kennedy, born in 1917, assassinated in 1963 on this date. The other one is C.S. Lewis, and um, author, right? Yes. Born in 1898 on this date, died in 1963. C.S. Lewis, Clive Staples Lewis, was a British writer and lay theologian. He held academic positions uh, in English literature at a couple colleges as well. many things to look at here. I even have a little more on the assassination thing. But uh, 
Oh, here's, here's one that you would like. Oh, you're going to say something I was going to say C.S. Lewis uh, wrote the novel The Chronicles of Narnia. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Okay, let's do sports for a little bit. All righty. Let's see here. On this date, but the year 1934. Oh, no, it was on uh, yesterday's date, but 1934. So the 21st of November. The New York Yankees absorbed, it says, a 19-year-old Joe DiMaggio <clears throat> from San Francisco for five other players and 50 grand. Jolton Joe DiMaggio. Now, when they say absorbed, what's that mean to you? Well, it just means they traded for him. So That's what traded, it means. They traded five of their players plus 50 grand? Yep. That's what that means to me. He was traded to the Yankees, where he became a star. Still holds the longest game hitting streak in baseball history, 56 games. Pete Rose is the only one that came close to it at 44 so far. I don't think anyone's going to break that one. With pitching the way it is now, Specialized pitching. They go on to say, influenced by his brother Vince DiMaggio, who played for the San Francisco Seals, Joe developed a love for baseball, which eventually made him drop out of high school at the age of 16 back in 1930. On October 1st, 1932, Joe made his first professional debut after a chat between the team's manager and his brother to let him join their team. There, Joe served as a replacement for San Francisco's short spot. He, uh, ex his exemplary performance made him outstanding. Well, it goes on to some detail about how terrific he really was. That he was. He was terrific. But early in his career, in fact, I think it might have been during his first year, he suffered a knee injury involving all torn ligaments. Think of that. Yeah. The injury put his career at risk, but scout Bill Essick of the Major League was convinced that he would fully recover after passing a physical exam, Joe DiMaggio was sold to the New York Yankees for 50000 plus five other players. This, we said that before. Yeah. All right. He also had a brother, uh, Dominic DiMaggio. Joe, Dom, Vince. I think he had another brother named Paul. Were they all baseball nuts? Uh, uh, Dom and uh, Vince were, yes. Doesn't mention anything about Paul being a baseball player, but uh, three brothers there of the DiMaggio family. Folks, my birthday is on November 25th. Uh, this year it falls on Thanksgiving itself. Sometimes it doesn't. I remember being over in Fort Wayne, Indiana for a family dinner with my sister Carol and her husband Bob and their kids remember this was 1963 
the assassination had just occurred. So, highly different Thanksgiving. The TV was on while we ate. We were watching the proceedings of this um, assassination. There we go. Um, he was 46 years old. And as I think I mentioned earlier, the person who took his life was Lee Harvey Oswald. All of this took place in Dallas, Texas. Kennedy had been planning a tour, planning to tour Texas on both November 22nd and 23rd to gain support for his new frontier political agenda. He began in Fort Worth, where he gave two talks and then took a brief drive to Dallas that fateful day. The Texas governor, John Conley, and his wife joined Jack and Jacqueline Kennedy in that uh, motorcade. This was an open-top convertible. And as they were driving through Dealey Plaza on their way to the next planned speech at Dallas Business Meeting, the motorcade had stopped twice earlier so Kennedy could shake hands with supporters. There were no incidents at that. But at 12.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, the motorcade took a sharp turn at Dealey Plaza. Shots rang out. The president had been hit. His mouth hung open in anguish. The bullet hit him through the upper back and throat. Then a second shot hit Kennedy in the head. The limousine sped up. Jacqueline Kennedy screamed. Secret Service agents attempt to get between the president and his assailant, but they were too late. Thirty minutes later, the president was declared dead at Parkland Hospital. Governor Conley was also severely injured by bullets in the attack. He survived. Neither of the two wives in the motorcade were struck. The assassin, Lee Harvey Oswald, had shot the president and the governor from the sixth floor of the Texas Book, I'm sorry, the Texas School Book Depository Building. He later went on to kill a policeman who questioned him and was arrested later in a movie theater. One of those, I remember where I was moment. Yes. Okay, that that brings me to something I did want to mention, and that was, where was I? I was in a refresher mathematics course at Worthington High School. Uh, 
Um, oh, shucks. I had the name earlier in the day. He was the football coach at, at, at Worthington High School. Joe. Well, it doesn't matter. He went on to become an assistant at Penn State. But um, a science teacher next door in the very next classroom came over and knocked on the door and did one of those, you know, with your finger saying, come here, please. And um, the teach our teacher stepped out in the hallway with him and then he came back in and said, the president has been shot. Oh. Okay. Well, there are certainly other things we can talk about. Not that we have to. First off, they say um, AAA is predicting that Thanksgiving travel will rebound to near pre-pandemic levels. More than 53.4 million people are expected to travel, the highest single-year increase since 2005. Airports and roads may seem more crowded this year, as AAA predicts 53.4 million people will travel for the Thanksgiving holiday. That's up 13% from two years ago. No, from last year. So this brings travel volumes within 5% of pre-pandemic levels in 2019, with air travel almost completely recovering from its dramatic fall during the pandemic, up 80% over last year. This Thanksgiving, people are ready to get back to traveling, said Bevy Powell, a senior vice president at AAA, With restrictions being lifted and travel more accessible in 2020, making new holiday memories with family and friends is once again a priority for Americans. I think uh, we're going as far as Wonder Hills. (laughs) (laughs) But that's all right. It's so nice to be together as a family again. Okay, so what about the method of travel? It says um, 8.1% will be automobile, 82.8% air travel, 82.8% air travel. No, I have these stats wrong. These That's the increase. Okay, so automobile will be up 8.1%. Air travel up 82%. Bus or train or ship travel up 265%. Uh, 
So, um, okay, enough on that one. Uh, with hectic holiday season fast approaching, but the country still dealing with COVID-19 pandemic. I wanted to drop a quick note to make sure you didn't miss any of Wallet Hub's recent holiday studies reports, highlights of which you may find below. Okay, we've done some of this, but not all of it. So Macy's, JCPenney, and Belk are 2021's best places to shop on Black Friday. Now I've heard confusion. Is Black Friday this Friday or last Friday? This Friday. I it's always the day so. after Thanksgiving. They've been talking about it for so long. Yeah. The average discount on Black Friday, 56.7%. No wonder it's such a weird day and so crazy at the stores. That's worth doing, isn't it? 56.7% savings? Yeah, some of them are pretty good. Yeah. Okay, next point. Around 11% of items at major retailers will be more expensive on Black Friday than their current Amazon.com prices. So, you got to look around a little bit. Consumer packaged goods will offer the most value on Black Friday 2021 relative to their current prices, while computers and phones are expected to have the least rewarding deals. Next point, one in four people are foregoing holiday gifts this year due to COVID-19. That's according to... Um, the 2021 Coronavirus and Holiday Shopping Survey. One in four. Not going to do holiday gifts. I know we'll do it for the kids. We've got uh, eight grandchildren. Is that right? Eight, four, two. Yes. Um, anyway. What's the next point? Starbucks, Target, and Nike top the list of 2021's best gift cards. Another point. Consumers can save $500 plus with one of 2021's best credit cards for holiday shopping. Some consumers already have access to little-known credit card benefits that can come in handy over the holidays, including price drop protection and coverage for damaged or stolen things. Ninety-nine percent of store credit cards do not charge an annual fee. And the average card offering rewards in the form of discounts gives you 17% off for your first purchase, according to Wallet Hub's report. I got one or two more statements here, and then we're done with this one. 
41% of the major retailers offering zero financing use a dangerous feature called deferred interest, which has the potential to make holiday purchases up to 27 and a half times more expensive than expected. So watch out for that one, right? Okay. Is there anything else in this report I need to share? No. COVID. Yep, I've got my report. So as of yesterday, we'll start with Athens and go backwards. Athens had seven new cases yesterday, bringing our total now to 8,090. But of that number, 7,809 have recovered. There are 288 still in the hospital. We've had 93 deaths. That number's been uh, steady for a few days now. Our vaccination rate, we finally hit the 50% mark, 50.31%. So that number is 32,000. 869 Athenians have been vaccinated. Okay. State of Ohio. The state of Ohio, which has 11 million, closer to 12 million people, has had 1.6 million cases. Right now, there are 120,000 active. So the others, we could say, have died or have recovered. And, of course, the more of 16,000, of 1.6, let's get this right. 1,642,867 cases as of yesterday in the state of Ohio. 1,522,771 have recovered. That's 92.69%. We have 73,685 in the hospital. We got 10,447 in ICU. Deaths in the state of Ohio as of yesterday, and this hasn't changed for a few days, 26,063. Vaccinations. The state of Ohio, 57.21%. That is 
687,334 people have been vaccinated. So 57%. Our nation, the United States, we have 332.8 million people I'm sorry. No, that's right. 332.8 million people living in this nation. So far, 48,591,562 cases have occurred which represents 14.6% of our population. The national vaccination rate here in all here in Athens 50%, the state 57%, the nation 68%. In the last day or two, there's been 10,031 new deaths nationwide, bringing the total to 793,640 deaths, which is 1.63% of our population. At the present point, we have uh, 9 million 335,000 active cases. We have 38 million. Did I say 9,000 a moment ago? I think so. Uh, 9,335,000 active cases. We have 38 million. 463,000 recovered, which is 79.16%. Okay, the last group, the world. We got 7.8 billion people living in this world. Thus far, there have been 257 million, almost closer to 258 million people worldwide that has had COVID. That's 3.27%. The vaccination world, worldwide, 53.2%, so 4 billion 190 million people vaccinated. Five million one hundred and sixty seven thousand eight hundred and I'm sorry, four hundred and eighty six. That's two percent of our world's population has died as a result of COVID. 
Active cases right now stand at 19,932,000. Recovered, 232,706,000. I know the stats are a little hard to absorb over the phone. I mean over the radio, excuse me. Okay, Scott, let's brighten the subject up a bit. <clears throat> let's do it. <clears throat> uh, national rankings for football. Oh, my. That Ohio State game <clears throat> was something else. I didn't expect that score to be as big as it was. And it was. 56-7 to seven wow. over then-ranked, no, then number seven-ranked Michigan State, who incidentally is at number 12 now. But... That was a convincing win, and Buckeyes had 49 points at halftime. Yeah. I, I didn't expect that, but wow. Uh, now, So the Bucks went from number five to number two, right? Yes, they did. But in the, in the uh, college football playoff rankings, they're at number three behind Georgia and Alabama. And get this, Michigan has jumped into number four position. So it goes Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, Cincinnati, and how does Notre Dame get to be number six? I don't know. But anyway, it's because everybody ahead of them is losing, and Notre Dame and Cincinnati keep winning with schedules that are not real tough. Mm-hmm. But the way college football goes, you keep winning when you're undefeated, you're going to keep climbing. Now, let's talk about... um, But, yes, in the rankings, Ohio State is ranked number two behind undefeated Georgia. It's hard to talk football without mentioning the Bengals. Joey, what a game yesterday. It was a little ugly in the first half, but, man, did they turn it on in the second half. They ended up winning, I think, 32-13, to something like that, at Las Vegas. The former Oakland, former L.A. Raiders are now the Las Vegas Raiders. Incidentally, that stadium they play in now is beautiful. Brand new stadium there. My goodness, is it nice. But, yeah, Joey had a season low of passing at uh, 148 yards, but still, he'll he, – knowing him, he'll trade that any day for a win for the Bengals. So they're now still at the top of the uh, AFC North with, it's, I think, Cleveland uh, and Pittsburgh. College, um, I'm sorry, Ohio football? Ohio football plays this Friday night. All right, so you can tune in to the game. Uh, here, the radio commentary with Rob Cornelius and Russ Eisenstein. That's an away game? Yes, it is at Bowling Green, final game of the year. Obviously, they're not going to a bowl game, uh, but uh, which is kind of, I don't know what to call because everybody goes to a bowl game now, but when you don't go to a bowl game, you've had a, Kind of a tough season, which has been the case for the Bobcats, uh, but they'll they'll rebound. They'll they'll come back next year. I firmly believe in Coach Alvin, and uh, know he'll get that turned around. They play at Bowling Green. Uh, the game is at noon. Kickoff at noon. Uh, you can see the game on the CBS Sports Network. Good. Not the traditional CBS. I get it. Channel, but CBS Sports Network. Now. So uh, kickoff at noon pregame. At 11 on the flagship station of Bobcats, Power 105. <laughs> That's Saturday. 
That's Friday. Friday. Yes. Okay. Now, today and Friday, we have um, home football games. Tonight and Friday no, night. No, not football. I'm sorry, basketball. Men's basketball. Hello? Yes. Oh, okay. oh, I thought you were you were making a statement there. I was, but I wanted you to, okay. <laughs> because okay. I said it wrong. We're okay. running short on time, too. Okay, yes, tonight at 7 and Friday at 4 Yes. in the Convocation Center. And uh, we've got our neighbor going with us tonight, uh, Dean of Arts and Sciences, Florence Plasman. So um, I don't know if he's been to a game yet, but we're, he's going to enjoy it. Go so, Bobcats. Uh, go Bobcats tonight, they 7 played, o'clock in the combo. Played pretty tough at Kentucky Friday night. I'm impressed. Yes. My wife's nuts. Even though they In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. A parade of marching bands, kids in Santa hats, and cheering elves quickly turned into a disaster when an SUV sped through the barricades at the annual Christmas parade in Wakasha, Wisconsin. Correspondent Nancy Chen is there this morning. <laughs> The woman who shot video from her apartment patio says she saw the red SUV hit at least three people running over two of them. One of the two got up, the other one did not for quite some time. It kept going all the way down the block. At one point, it narrowly missed hitting a small child as it tore through the parade route. Stunned bystanders hurried to help the injured. Waukesha police say they have a person of interest in custody. Sources tell CBS News that person may have been fleeing from the scene of a knife fight.